Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Monday the 6th of December. And as usual with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. If you need to, you can pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full. But if you're listening to this on a podcast, head on over to our website, marcustoday.com.au and you can view the disclaimer there. And if you're not yet a member, you can sign up for a free 14-day trial there as well. All right, well, an interesting night. They seem to have been very interesting while I've been away on holidays enjoying myself. The market certainly hasn't been enjoying itself, and the U.S. market's very much in the doldrums on Friday with the NASDAQ very much bashed and bruised. We had Dow Jones for the session on Friday down 60 points or 0.17%, so that's the good news. 34,580, but NASDAQ down 1.92%, 296 points to 15,085, 16,000, just a distant memory now. And the S&P 500 down 0.84 of a percent, 39 points to 45.38 in the US VIX index having a pretty extraordinary run in the last week or so, up to 31, up 3, up 9.73%, up 3 points. 31 it was for the VIX index. As far as US stocks go, uh, the damage really being done in those technology stocks. We had the likes of Apple down 1.2, Facebook down 1.1, Google did relatively okay, down 0.7 of a percent. Amazon down 1.4, Netflix down 2.3. Square, it's hip to be, obviously not that hip to be, and it's changing its name to Block, down 5.6%. On Friday night, so not good news there. And Tesla also falling on Friday as well. So once again, we're seeing that weakness in that Nasdaq and those technology stocks feeding into a 1.9% decline in Nasdaq. As far as commodities go, we had Brent crude up 0.3 of a percent, 21 cents, 69.88. WTI 66.26 down 24 cents, 0.36 of a percent. Gold. Perking back up again, twenty-one 1.2%, 17.83, 9.0. So that does seem to be uh, still trading between 17.50 and 1,800, although it did break out briefly, but back now within that range. Iron ore also increased slightly, 0.15% or 0.15 of a dollar, 15 cents, 98.50. But the Aussie dollar in all sorts of problems at the moment, down below 70 cents, 69.93. As far as mining stocks go in the US and UK, we had BHP down 5.4% and Rio down 4.4% in US terms. Freeport McMoran down 1.5%, Alcoa down 1.7%, Anglo down 2.96%, Glencore down 0.8%, and Vale down 2%. Commodities, though, on Friday, we had copper up down 0.9, nickel up slightly 0.23, aluminium up 0.33, zinc pretty much unchanged, lead down 1.9% there. 
Here you can see the S&P 500, and it did at least um, manage to pick itself up off the canvas and rally into the close, but still pretty um, much a, uh, a weak dead cat bounce there from that S&P 500. So all eyes this week will be on US inflation numbers. So we will see that later uh, with that November headline CPI expected to increase by around 0.7% month on month and 6.7% percent a year on year. And not only is it inflation the big story, but of course the Omicron variant may have picked up snippets of the common cold virus, some experts are saying, which could mean that it transmits more easily while only causing mild or asymptomatic symptoms. So that would be some good news, and we could do with some good news at the moment. Initial data from South Africa shows patients need less medical intervention. But once again, we're seeing U.S. COVID cases rising again, Delta driving the surge, but also that Omicron uh, surge as well. And Europe rapidly starting to uh, close some parts of their economy, especially to the unvaccinated. The Federal Reserve on track to accelerate the taper following a decline in unemployment rate to 4.2% in November from 4.6% in October and 6.7% one year ago. And Goldman Sachs has cut U.S. GDP growth forecast to 3.8% from 4.2%. Risks uh, about the Omicron variant, their reasoning there. And small caps amongst the hardest hit by concerns about the variant. And a flurry of statements from Chinese regulators suggest authorities looking to dampen contagion from likely Evergrande restructuring. Saudi Arabia has raised oil prices for buyers in Asia and the U.S., and OPEC Secretary General says it will continue with adjustments to ensure oil stability on a sustainable basis. Bitcoin lost 10000 bucks, or more than 17% in a 24-hour period from early Friday to early Saturday morning. No clear reason for that sell-off, but it's back down to 48985 So much for Bitcoin being a hedge against market volatility doesn't seem to be working that way. In fact, it actually seems to be lockstep with the market at the moment. As far as what's on today in Australia, we've got November inflation and job ads for November. The latest news poll in the Australian today has Labour leading the two-party preferred race over the coalition, 53 to 47, and a primary vote of 38%. And the US market has rallied but all in all but three Decembers since the GFC. Could this be one for the history books. Interestingly, when I went away on holidays, uh, 10-year yields were soaring, and now we have 10-year yields in the US, Australia, and Germany back under pressure again. The US is back down to 1.34, Australia's back down to 1.6, and Germany minus 0.39%. So we are seeing those 10-year yields coming under serious pressure. Australia, I think, was around 1.8%. Uh, when I left uh, only a week and a bit ago. So we are seeing those interest rates come down, uh, but we are still seeing those uh, US tech stocks being walloped. Inflation in Europe surged with Germany's hitting highest in decades. Of course, the Germans are very, very anti-inflation. They have a phobia about it, and I guess for good reason, given the 20s in Germany. Tesla fell 6.4%, Microsoft down 2 the NYSE FANG index down 3.6%, Netflix down 2.3%, and that yield plunging 10 basis points to 1.34%. It's now fallen 18 basis points in the first four trading days of December. 
So very much a, uh, I guess, a Pearl Harbor happening with uh, the US 10-year yield at the moment. A big surprise drop there. In China, semiconductors and utilities on Friday gained around 2.5% each. And coal miners surged around 4.5% in Chinese trade on Friday. Although 1.5 trillion US has now been wiped off Chinese tech stocks since they peaked in February. In news today, Macquarie and Dutch fund APG are both up against each other, vying for a 16.8% stake in Osgrid, which the New South Wales government is selling, and Tabcorp preparing the ground for its demerger of what it calls the Lottery Corporation, TLC. Be a good code. With vote in May 2022, it's expected to be valued around 3.5-4 billion. Aussie dollars. And Financial Counselling Australia has asked the government to review buy now, pay later. Again. And BAP shareholders pushing for Daryl Abottomery to continue as CEO. He did announce his retirement and there does seem to be some uh, boardroom managerial angst going on at the moment. And he is retiring in February next year, although he will be available until June for a consultation He certainly is uh, uh, favoured by some shareholders to be coming back. And the APA group planning to blend hydrogen into the gas grid. Tests are underway for that one, stamping their green credentials. And Kalium Lakes has appointed a new CEO, Len Jubba, to be the guy taking the company forward as it builds its uh, plant there. Question of the day today, we've got the Aussie dollar at 70 cents. How low could the Aussie dollar go? Certainly making life a little bit more expensive if you're thinking of travelling overseas. Of course, if you are thinking of travelling overseas, Omicron is making life a little bit more tricky as well. But how low could the Aussie dollar go? Usually when the pundits come out and start saying it will go to 65 cents, it means that a bounce is pretty close. I remember all those pundits talking about oil hitting 100 bucks and going through the roof. And of course, here we are below 70 bucks. So could we see a low in the Aussie dollar when people start predicting that 65 cent level? But uh, interested to hear how low do you think the Aussie dollar could go? That's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening. Good to be back on deck. As you know, you can subscribe to one of the four or all of the four or two of the three of the four uh, Marcus Today podcasts. You can get the Marcus Strategy podcast, the On the Desk podcast with the guys in Melbourne or myself with the On the Couch podcast season where I talk to some CEOs and fund managers about what's happening in the market and what's happening with their companies. So please, and if you also want to subscribe to the daily briefing in the morning or the end of day report, that is available as well on podcasts. And if you're listening to this on a podcast and you're not yet a member of the wonderful Marcus Today community, we'd love to have you on board, especially at this festive time of Christmas then you can head on over to marcustoday.com.au and you can sign up for a 14-day free trial. And what better Christmas present for your loved one than a Marcus Today subscription. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Great to be back.